Hello everybody, my name is Susie, and I am one of the hosts of this show, The Old Switcheroo. And in this show, what we do is Alexis and I watch half of a movie each, and then we come together so we can get the full picture. So far we've been having fun with trying to figure out which characters are which when we are talking about the movies afterwards, especially if we didn't catch the names, because the person watching the second half of the movie misses all of the introductions. The person watching the first half is then responsible for filling a lot of stuff in, but it's hard to do that when you just go and watch the second half of a different movie. So every episode we've been watching at least two halves of a movie, and sometimes we also do it the way that this one is structured, where halfway through the movie we switch. The most exciting episodes are the ones where we go and switch and do that in theater which um, there's another episode like that coming up very soon we saw the Hunger Games and um, the new Trolls movies at the same time in the theater and that is also what we did when we saw Barbenheimer so we went to both movies at the same time and halfway through switched seats in the theater so we did that at home this time for the movies Steve Jobs from 2015 and Jobs from 2013 um, and also every week we determine who is getting which half of the movie by using the picker wheel. It's pickerwheel.com. You put in your options for your spinner and spin the wheel. It spins for just an enormous amount of time, maybe 30 full seconds, and then it gives you your answer. So, um, yeah, get into that with this. Another, another thing that we've done, um, it's not for this episode though, is just watching two halves of the movie separately and then coming together later and not doing like a whole thing with two movies. But this is another two movie production. So I hope that you enjoy it. And you can also get more information more quickly from us at Patreon, patreon.com slash So if you want to throw us a couple bucks and then also get some secrets and like fun downloads and stuff, you can go there, patreon.com nermanermer. Welcome back to the old switcheroo where we watch half of the thing and then we watch the other half of the thing. Sometimes at the same time. Sorry, I was just scrolling through my notes here. You took notes? I didn't take a single note. Um, I took notes and then there's a pretty hard stop around the middle. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is where I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. I did fall asleep. Did you fall asleep? I had to rewind the ending of one of the movies like four times. That's what was happening. I was so confused what was happening because I ended so much before you and I had Tubi. So I was like, how did this? Right. Okay, so come here, Jingle Bells. Hi. This week we watched Steve Jobs. Are you just going to hold it that whole time? Yeah, it's better than Dragon. I thought you were going to take it off. Nope. <laughs> um... We watched half of Jobs and half of Steve Jobs each. Yep, Jobs is the 2013 movie starring Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. And Josh Gad. Yep. And Steve Jobs is the 2015 movie starring... Um, no idea. That one guy, Michael Fassbender, I Yes, think. yes, that's literally him. And uh, Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen. And also him. Dumb and Dumber. There's a few surprises. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, why were those movies released so closely to each other? I don't know. And then also Steve Jobs died in 2011. Yeah. So what happened? So like Steve Jobs dies and then like a bunch of people are like, let's make a movie and they don't do it all. They didn't like talk to each other or something. Like, right. Like how did this? I don't understand how it happened like this. Yeah. And I think it really like confused the legacy of both movies. <laughs> yeah, because also when people refer to like, oh yeah, that like 2010s, that like mid-2010s. Steve Jobs, like I think I think people do remember that Ashton Kutcher played Steve Jobs because Ashton Kutcher doesn't normally play roles like Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. So I do think people talked about that. And then I also know that Seth Rogen's role was a little bit of a breakout for him mm -hmm. in like the Steve Jobs movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like those are two things people talked about. Right. And that's not even the same movie. Embarrassing for um, I wanted to make fun of the Ashton Kutcher one so bad, but he kind of looks like young Steve Jobs. I had to look up photos, because, like, why is he playing Steve Jobs? I wanted to know that, too, because why is his, his hair swoopy, like mm -hmm. Kelso? Mm -hmm. Does Steve Jobs have swoopy Kelso yes. hair? Young Steve Jobs has swoopy Kelso hair. Well, when I was watching the second half with Michael Fassbender, I was like, 
okay, which one of these guys looks like Steve Jobs? Because it's not both of them. Yeah. (laughs) Then I looked it up, and wouldn't you know, it's Ashton Kutcher. That's actually surprising. I didn't see that coming. I meant to look it up yesterday, and I forgot. Yeah. Wow. Okay, do you want to start with, uh, which one came first? Um, I think Ashton Kutcher. Okay, yeah, let's start with that one. Alright, so, I was kind of entertained by it. So it starts off, you're at an Apple Town Hall staff meeting in 2001. <laughs> sorry, I'm already so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. I, if I had taken notes like this, we would see some really cringy similar, like just, I'm just so annoyed. Why'd they make two movies? It's really stupid. Yeah, go on, sorry. Um, so they're introducing the iPod. And so, like, I've seen clips of Steve Jobs in his, like, <laughs> stupid turtleneck, like, doing these presentations before. Yeah. And in The Office, there's this whole episode where they, like, introduce this tablet that they made. And it's, like, they make, they're obviously, like, they're talking about Steve Jobs when they do it. And then I was, like, oh, they're, like, specifically, which I understand that the Ashton Kutcher thing is recreating a th- real Steve Jobs thing. Yeah. But the way The Office was doing it was to make it look like the same way the cameras moved in the Steve Jobs movie with Ashton Kutcher. Oh my god. So that was stupid. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he introduces the first iPod. He went to Reed, Co- and then you're in Reed College in 74. There's young Steve Jobs. He dropped out of college, but he still hangs out around the college and like goes to random classes. He keeps talking about his art, but he's not like an artist, but he refers to like tech work as art. Yeah, he loves saying that. And then he meets this girl named Julie, and then as soon as he meets her, they're immediately getting out of bed together. And then he takes a baggie of LSD from Julie. And he said, I'm going to take some extra for my friend and my girlfriend. And this is the first time you start to realize that Steve Jobs is kind of an asshole. And then Julie's like, what the fuck? And then um, now the, uh, Steve, his friend, and his girlfriend are just like tripping balls in a, in a field. And then you see like a montage of steve going to random classes that again he's not attending college he dropped out he's not getting a degree and it's ashton kutcher yeah just wandering around this campus not getting a degree correct that is such a different vibe than yours (laughs) yeah like not to make it about my steve jobs but i've always the lore around steve jobs is that he's like a smart i mean he is a smart guy Mm mm-hmm But something about Ashton Kutcher hanging out on a college campus after dropping out, it just hits different than, like, a a Zuckerberg type. No, yeah, 100%. No, he's literally in a field taking LSD talking about Bob Dylan. Yeah, that's not the story they tell in the other (laughs) one. (laughs) And he's, like, arguing about how how Bob Dylan is better than the Beatles with Josh Gad for, like, two minutes. I can't believe this movie made me learn Josh Gad's name. That's one I've avoided a letter stick <laughs> until now. Um, and then it cuts to him. He's at Atari, like the video game place, the video game system. Mm-hmm. And he's like screaming at someone because they're not able to make the game in color. And then his boss, who's Roy from The Office, yells at him for being an asshole and not wearing shoes or showering. Perfect. Steve asks, he says, just give me my own project. I can do my own project. And the boss gives him one, and he says, if you can actually figure this out, I'll pay you $5,000 for it. And then Josh Gad comes out. What's his name? Wazo? Wazn. What is it? Wazoo? Waz. The Waz. The Waz. It is the Waz. It is the Waz. So then he's, like, trying to fix this game, and he's, like, getting annoyed, and he calls up the Waz. (laughs) And so the Waz is, like, helping him with this game, and he's like, honestly, man, I'd do this for free. Like, this is so much fun. And he's like, how much is the payout anyways? And Steve is like... $700, which is a lie. And then they finish it, and then he's, like, presenting it to his boss at Atari, and it's fucking Brick Blaster. (laughs) Great game. And the boss is like, wow, I can't believe you did it. You can't believe you did it. And then um, Steve goes over to Waz's house to give him his $350, and he's like, hey, what's this? And Waz is like, oh, um... He's basically working on, like, a desktop computer and, like, making the keyboard to connect to a monitor. He's making a computer. A real-time display of current operations is how they described it. So he tries to immediately get um, Waz to sell it and, like, 
let's get in, or like let's get investors, let's make this happen. And Waz isn't really interested in it. Apparently, they had taken it to HP, and HP was like, no. And then they go to Homebrew, which is in like Stanford. It's like a computer club. And oh, also on the way there, they're arguing about what to name it. And like Waz keeps wanting to name it Star Trek references. And Steve comes up with Apple, and the guys like like the fruit, and he goes, the fruit of creation. Apple, which is really annoying. That's so he is so annoying. He's such an asshole. The tagline of this movie should be "Annoying people get stuff done." <laughs> so they go to the thing. They blew it. Nobody's really interested. And then as they're walking out to their car, this guy named Paul Terrell, he owns a business that's basically like Radio Shack, and he sells like different computer parts. And he tells Steve, "Like, come by." And so then Steve comes by the shop, and he's like, basically, they make a deal, and he's gonna order. Like, 50 units, is what he says, for $500 a pop. Oh, that's pretty good. And he says, have them ready in 90 days. And Steve says, I'll have them in 60, which is so annoying. And then they go, there's just, like, 30 minutes of them building computers. They bring in a few extra guys to help them build them, because it's a lot of work. Uh, also, they're doing this out of Steve Jobs' mom's garage. I'm sure you've heard, like, apples made out of a garage. So you're in that garage with them. Um, and eventually they bring all the computers over to Paul. And Paul's like, okay, where's the rest of everything? Because they just bring basically like the motherboard. And they're like, this is it. This is. And he's like, no, I wanted like keyboards, a mouse. I needed whole units. Nobody wants to build their own computer. And they're like, what are you talking about? This is going to work. Just sell it. Like be a salesman. And then as they're leaving, Steve is like, you're going to really be interested in Apple II. And everyone's like, what the fuck is Apple II? And then Steve says, all in one computer. And everyone's like, oh my god. They start working on Apple II. They bring in this guy whose name is like Hot Rod Rodney or something. Yeah, his name Hot Rod Holt comes up on a hot rod. And they're like, what do you need? Or he was like, alright, so what do you need help with? And... They want him to create something so that the computer doesn't overheat and it's not too loud. So at this point, like, what are you thinking? Is it funny? Is it interesting? It was kind of interesting enough. It was, I liked the idea of imagining, because, like, Steve Jobs was trying to, like, sell this computer. But I was like, it kind of made you think about how in the 80s, why would anybody need a computer? Like, what are you going to do? Look something up? Yeah. Like, there's, there's the no. concept is, like, kind of bananas to think about back then. So I was, like, interested in that and, like, watching him, like, cold call people to get investors and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> like, he cold called this lady and he was like, okay, so do you have, okay, so you have a television, do you have a typewriter? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, so imagine if you could, what you put in your typewriter would come out of your television. And she's like, Why would okay, I want that? why? Like, it's kind of, I like the idea of that. Like, that was kind of fun. Also, there were a couple of montages of watching them build the motherboards that were kind of, like, cool to watch. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think there needs to be multiple versions of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's not, in the other movie, there's not as much montage computer building. No, there's a lot of montage computer building. I got some also in this, In your half. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I also like the idea of trying to make it a quiet, like, fan. Yeah. To keep it from overheating. Like, that's kind of fun to think about. I will say, I... We could talk about this more later, but I had more fun watching my the first half of Jobs than I did watching the second half of Steve Jobs. They have very different tones. Very different tones! <laughs> well, because the, the one with Ashton Kutcher... I'm just saying, apparently it's Kutcher, right? I think so, yeah. I great, love that. Mila Kunis, too. Which is, isn't her name different? Kunis? No. I mean, they both just have weird-ass yeah. names. Anyways, um, sorry, she's not in this movie. The one with Ashton Kutcher is a very simple, like... Oh, yeah. We're trying to make a computer. Yeah. How do we sell the computer? What goes in it? <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cut cut dry. <laughs> and then, like, when they get into arguments, they're pretty simple arguments. And they go on so long mm-hmm. just because, like, they're just talking. Yeah. They're just hanging out. 
Um, speaking of arguments, Steve gets into an argument with Daniel, just kind of about this whole process, and like Daniel keeps calling him an asshole. He's like, "You've you've turning into an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, chill out. Like, just chill out for like two minutes." Yeah. They keep calling Daniel Daniel from India. Is he Indian? Yeah. (laughs) And I think Steve met him in India, so it's a whole thing. Um, Then this guy named Mike comes. He invests $90,000 into this. Um, Steve's girlfriend is pregnant, and she tries to tell him. And he's like, don't blame me. And she's like, it's your baby. And he's like, sorry you have a problem, but this is not happening to me. She's like, but it's yours. And then she kicked, he kicked her out of his mom's house. And then Daniel goes to conf- confront her, or comfort her, sorry. I feel crazy. I know. <laughs> uh, then they're in, ni- they're in San Fran in 1977. They premiere Apple II. Everyone's stoked about it. Uh, then we cut to Apple Campus Cupertino, 1980. Steve parks in the handicapped spot, and they show that. <laughs> and okay, also, like, so Steve Jobs dies. Within five years, we make like, two movies where we're like... He's a fucking asshole. This fucking prick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So now they're working on the... I, like, can't even look at you for this part. Now they're working at the Lisa Wright. On the Lisa oh Wright. Oh, God, with the Lisa. Um... And he's, like, in this room, and he's... Oh, there's this nerd guy who comes out in The Office. He's literally... He was used as two different characters in The Office, one in an early season, one in a late season, and they like to pretend that, like, he's a different person. Like, everyone's joked about, like, yeah, we just kind of reused the same guy. Mm -hmm. But he's a completely different character. But in both characters, he's a tech guy. (laughs) So one of them, he's, like, a tech guy in New York City. Who is like friends with Pam, and then in another one, he's a tech guy, like for the office. He's just a nerd. And so this guy, guy works jobs? at Apple. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a thing. Yeah, and uh, so he <laughs> he's there. Um, Steve Jobs is like telling them this is what we need the Lisa Wright to do. Blah blah blah. This is like coming out after the Apple II. He keeps talking about the command bar. And he has, like, all of these commands written on a whiteboard. And he goes, okay, so I have all of these commands. Now, which one of these do I click on if I want to change my font? And everyone just stays quiet. And he looks around, and then the nerd guy is like, that's something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, with all of this, and, like, with such a short deadline, we weren't able to make new fonts. And he flips out. He absolutely freaks out on everybody. And one of these guys is like, we don't need to just make silly fonts. Like, that's not what's important. And he's like, this is what the user wants. And he just, like, freaks out. He fires a guy. And then... Kelso? Yeah. And the nerd is like... The nerd is like, that's our best programmer. And he's like, no, he's not our best programmer. Because our best programmer would have made the different fonts like I asked. (laughs) And then... His assistant comes in and she's like, oh, your lawyer's here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, get those fonts to me by five o'clock. And so then he walks and then he runs into Daniel on the way. And Daniel's like, please, I just need a minute to talk. He's like, that's what everybody says. And then he's like, I'm free at lunch. Meet me here. And he's like, great. And so then he goes in and now he's talking to a lawyer. And this lawyer is trying to get him visitation rights to see Lisa, his quote unquote daughter, the whole time, Steve is like, I don't want visitation rights. She's not my daughter. 28% of men in California could be her daughter. Or could be her father. And so... <laughs> and the guy's like... How, it's, just like it's just like, how does that make it into both movies? Yeah. that It's things like that that I'm like, how on earth? These are really the highlights of this man's also, life. Also, poor Lisa. Yeah. I hope she never saw these movies. Same. I hope she just got his fortune and like never has to think about him again, honestly. Yeah. Um, and the lawyer's like, listen, I'm just trying to look out for you. You're going to regret this. Like, just take the visitation rights. They're not even, like, asking for, like, that much from you. Yeah. She's trying to give you visitation rights. (laughs) And then they're, like, at a meeting at lunch. Steve is obviously blown off, um, Daniel. Oh, and he's, oh, and then they're, okay, so he's at lunch with the investor guy. And a couple other people, and they're talking about how they're going to divvy up the money for all of the people who are helped make, like, the Apple II. And basically, 
he's like screwing over a bunch of the people who were involved in making all of the first like Apple II models. And then we're at 1982. J.K. Simmons brings in Mike the Investor because he like brings him into his office because Steve Jobs put out a full page ad making fun of IBM. It's <laughs> a great use of time and money. And he's telling Mike to take Steve off of the Apple team because he's like causing too much drama and Mike is like I can't it's his own project how can I take him off of it and that's about where I ended it okay that's great um so I jumped in I was immediately confused at the timeline (laughs) because in the movie I was watching the shit that happened in the 80s was, like, done in the first 10 minutes. Like, that is not <laughs> a fucking thing. That what, they, the movie I was watching was not telling the story of building one computer. <laughs> it was telling the story of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. This movie, however, is the story of building one computer. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was pretty t- terribly confused I'd like to point out that following along on the Wikipedia plot section, your part of the movie was most of the plot, and the, my half is only these two paragraphs. <laughs> so, looking at these two paragraphs, since I didn't take any notes, the Macintosh is introduced with great fanfare, including a high-budget television commercial, which, um, yeah, there was like, I think they had a Super Bowl commercial in Jobs, I'm, from my own movie that I was watching before. Mm-hmm. They were saying about, like, oh, we got this Super Bowl commercial out, and it, it, people more people remember this commercial than they remember who won the game. Yeah, but the fucking device costs, like, a... It's something, like... It's an insane amount of money. Thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. And then there's, like, an optional... Quote-unquote optional memory board that's, um like, another, like, $6,000 or something. Uh-huh. And it's completely unattainable for the any household to own. And everybody's like, why do you keep, like, throwing this out the window? You, like, you keep making these decisions that make the computer cost this much money. I remember, he's not working at Apple all of a sudden. I wasn't really watching the movie. Um, he was not working at Apple, and he's like, I'll just go invent, like, I'll just do it again on my own. Like, it's not about Apple. It's about me, Steve Jobs. I'm a narcissist. Right. I was just also having a hard time with Ashton Kutcher's goofy-ass face. <laughs> Actually, just everybody cast in this one just looks so goofy. And I was like, are there zero women in this movie? And then at one point, like, Ashton Kutcher's riding in the car, and he's looking at his mail, and there's this, like, crayoned-out letter from Lisa. Yeah. And I was like, okay, is this... That was the first mention of Lisa I saw. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, does he realize this is his daughter? Have they had that talk yet? Um... And then we jump forward. Lisa just lives in his house now, I guess. And he does like, there's like a, he has to get ready for like a next, he is running next instead of yeah. Apple now. And he's getting ready to do like a launch with that. But then Apple ends up buying next and then he gets back in with Apple. There's a few different scenes where like he's trying to like buddy up to all those people that he knew in the first half that helped him out to be like, hey, you should vote for me for CEO. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that's how he got ousted at the first job is like it was a vote and he voted for himself to stay and no one else did. (laughs) And then it got all reversed later when he became the CEO of Apple again. Everyone voted and they voted for him because yeah. now he's on their good side again, even though it seems like he would just use people. Jobs becomes interested in the work of Joni Ive, particularly during the design of the iMac and strives to reinvent Apple. Oh, because he comes in and he's like, oh, who's the design department? And everyone's like, wah, wah. <laughs> and he's like, but who's doing all the designs? And they're like, well, I don't know. It's a motherboard and a plastic. Um... <laughs> So they, they'd get on the design thing. Then there's a lot of, like, soldering motherboards and whatnot. The film ends with Jobs recording the dialogue for the Think Different commercial in 1997. Oh, I wasn't sure if that was a flashback to something, because he's just, like, in a recording booth reading the... But I, I guess he was just recording it for the first yeah. time. Um, he's just... Yeah, he's in the recording booth doing the Think Different commercial, the entire monologue from that. Thank you, Steve Jobs, slash Ashton Kutcher. And... 
before the oh yeah and then there's a photo montage of oh yeah the main characters paired with clips of the actors playing the part plus a dedication to steve jobs which is how i learned that he died in 2011 <laughs> uh, and then i was like wow what just happened then he died in 2011 you guys put these movies out that was my thought that's a really fast turnaround That's and like i thought estates had to like sell the rights to someone's likeness who sold it to two people like, i just don't I, I can't conceptualize what happened yeah and how did both movies get made how did both movies get made so quickly like i feel like so i think that as far as like movie standards go the one that came out second is like better with michael fassbender okay like probably rated better right but so is it like that one came up and they're like, well, we just did a Steve Jobs movie, but I think this one's better. Hmm. Or like, as I feel like the first one should have killed the second one. Like once the first one came out, they should have been like, oh, we can't do this anymore. They just put right. out a movie called Jobs. Right. And then also the credits were like literally eight minutes of the runtime. And I couldn't watch them because it was going to autoplay the Im imitation game on Tubi. <laughs> That's what there. I mean, I really I wasn't watching it that closely, but also it was mostly just Steve Jobs running around talking to everybody and repeating himself. That like, I couldn't imagine what more they had to say. Really, I don't think he had anything else to say. Nobody did, and and it was just and they like jumped time really quickly. But it did seem fun. I was just very thrown because this other movie. Yeah, what happened in the beginning of your movie? Yeah, did you have any questions by the way about? Uh, the end of jobs um did they go back to the ipod or was that just the beginning i didn't see an ipod yeah i was wondering if you two came up at all yeah they should have kept going to when that happened <laughs> at least steve jobs there i didn't see a lot of round glasses in either in jobs there was a scene where ashton kutcher was like I think he was, like, picking flowers or something, wearing the little glasses. That sounds about right. Okay, before we get into the second movie, I just wanted to remind you once again, there is a Patreon. The Patreon is really awesome. It has two tiers. There's a $2 tier and a $6 tier. Super, super affordable if you are somebody who likes throwing a couple bucks to somebody making art. Um, but I also, I try to post other projects that I do on there. There's not too, too many of those. It is mostly related to our podcast and um, yeah, the $6 tier receives digital downloads every week of a cell phone wallpaper. And then there's also other downloads that pop up sort of sporadically, as well as some like through the mail stuff sometimes, depending. Um, and then the $2 tier gets access to early episodes and it gets to know that they are supporting a podcast and uh, all the other podcasts that come with this podcast. So uh, yeah, if you want to support us, that's awesome. It is patreon.com slash nermernermer. However, it is also super helpful and super supportive just to listen to the show to share it when you like an episode and to leave a review if you're on apple podcasts so yeah uh those are all great ways to support the show please consider doing that and let's get back into it we are now talking about the other steve jobs movie all right we open up in cupertino 1984 a 28 year old steve jobs and he's got okay there's actually women in this one, which is crazy. But he's got this lady, Joanna, who follows him around um, and is, like, his assistant and also, like, really keeps him in check sometimes, especially yeah. with shit regarding his daughter, um, which kind of sucks that he needed, like, multiple women to, to direct him. him. To, yeah. Right. All these guys are, like... So Steve Jobs, Joanna, and, like, a couple other people are trying to figure out why the computer won't say hello when it turns on because they're trying to do the 1984, like... Yeah. It's the same thing. It's... I don't know how much time Steve Jobs actually spent on, like, a TED stage, but that's... He's just right. always in an auditorium in both movies. Or in his garage, tinkering. Mm -hmm. Mostly the auditorium in this one. Anyways, so they they can't figure out why the computer will say hello. Literally everyone is like, it just won't. Yeah. This, this is happening in, like, 40 minutes. It's not going to say hello. Steve Jobs freaking out. It has to say hello. If it yeah. doesn't say hello, there's no point. They're like, we've never even advertised that it says hello. And he's like, no, but com people are scared of computers. They're not going to want one in their house unless it's friendly. If people think that they're like these evil things that you don't understand. I'm trying to show that it's friendly. And they're like, okay, sucks to suck. It won't say hello. Um, and so he's running around figuring that out. And then at some point, Joanna's like, hey, Steve, like you need to chill out because GQ is in the crowd, first of all. Second of all, um, 
do you remember Chris Ann? Because she is here with Lisa, your child. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, you mean not my child? And Joanna's like, again, Steve, we got to go through this again. It is your child. It is your child. And anyways, there's like a bunch of pub- like people from the news here. Do you really think that Chris Ann's going to like be chill if you piss her off right now? Like, do you want to piss her off when she can go give interviews to all these people right now? Right. Joanna's also complaining to him that it's too expensive of a machine. Um, he's basically just explaining, like, why computers could be cool. <laughs> he finds... There's, like, a bunch of Time magazines sitting around in a box, because I guess at some point somebody was like, let's distribute Time magazines at the launch. But then the article came out, and it was sort of, like, shading Steve Jobs, and he wasn't on the cover of it. They did, like, just, like, a holographic man at a computer instead of a photo of Steve Jobs, and he took that very personally, and he was like, you were going to pass this out? And they're like, we already pulled it, man. Like, we didn't fucking pass it out. Like, chill. And the whole time, it's still, like, the 40 minutes before this launch. Mm -hmm. Joanna brings Chris Ann and the daughter back. Steve is like, Joanna, you got to stick around for this conversation. Joanna's like, oh, my God, why? And then he's like, because. And she's like, but I don't want to. And he's like, you have to. And she's like, this is your problem. And he's like, <laughs> Lisa asks if the computer's named after her. Cause, and mm-hmm. this is how I learned that the computer's named Lisa. It's local integrated system mm-hmm. architecture. He's like, no, because I'm not your... <sighs> it's a coincidence. It's a weird moment. Um, and then she, he explains to a child what a coincidence means. And then she's like, oh, so you? I was named after the computer. And he's like, no. Because you're not, fine, you're just Lisa, and this computer's Lisa, do you want to play with it? And she's like, yeah, I'd love to play with it. And then Chrisanne is, um, they finally get a moment together, Joanna takes Lisa out to play, or whatever. Chrisanne and Steve are talking, and Chrisanne's like, you told them I slept with 28% of the men in America. And he's like, nah, I said that my DNA matches whatever semantic answer and she's like do you really think that solves the problem of what i just said like do you think that you're answering my questions when you say this and she kept like saying things like i we just applied for welfare we need money and he's like well actually i donate money to charity and she's like i'm not an interviewer like i'm the mother of your child (laughs) and then he's like no you're not fine i'll buy you a house get out of here cool steve jobs um, then Seth Rogen appears, and he appears at the same no- moment that Steve Jobs... There's so... Like, this movie spends so much time being like, Steve Jobs is a neurotic fuckface. Like, yeah. he notices that a guy has... Uh, the floppy disk fits perfectly in his shirt pocket. Uh-huh. So he tells Joanna to go find somebody in the crowd who wears the same type of shirt so that he can fit a floppy disk in his pocket, because he didn't think to put on a shirt with a pocket. And this is now like 20 minutes before the launch. I guess we were there for a while. They argue about the shirt thing for a while. He's still pissed about the computer saying hello. Seth Rogen slash Waz is trying to convince Steve to acknowledge the Apple II team in his speech. Mm-hmm. He's like, we built Apple II. It's been the lead thing for eight years. And uh, you, I know that you didn't leave us out by accident. And he's like, you're right. It wasn't an accident. I left you out because it's not relevant. And he's like, but they, all these people have worked for you for a long time. They deserve like some respect. And he's like, no, nope. It's not what we're selling today. I don't know why I'd mention those people. Um, (laughs) and yeah, Steve's like, we're in a Super Bowl ad. So it doesn't matter. He's just being a dick. Lisa tells Steve some stuff about Chris Ann that he doesn't like that. She's just kind of like lazy. Lisa's kind of like shit talking Chris Ann. Yeah. Oh, also, Chris Ann saw how much money Apple was worth in that Time article, and it was, like, millions, like, hundreds of millions already. Mm -hmm. Former president of Pepsi, now CEO of Apple, chats with Steve Jobs behind the projection screen, telling him he's behaving worse than usual, which he didn't know was possible. The board was unhappy with the ad. Steve is arguing with him. He's like, no, it was a really good ad. Uh, The guy from the board, I wonder if that's the investor from your movie. Anyways, he's like... Did you hire actual skinheads to be in this? Because it's like a 1984-themed movie. Did they mention this in yours? 
Um, not in Jobs, but they did mention it in the second half of Steve Jobs. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so he's like, you really actually put, like, actual skinheads in this? And he's like, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, we're being realistic. And he's like, so I have skinheads on my payroll? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing? Because I've heard of a lot of movies that they made that were good that they didn't have to hire skinheads for. So, like, is there a reason you did that? And Steve Jobs is like, yeah. Anyways, he goes on stage. We don't hear his speech. True. We hear that the they show a bunch of news footage about how much of a disappointment the Macintosh was. There's, like, three people in the first half of this movie that are like, hey, it's not going to sell because it costs too much money. And he's like, no, it will. We're going to sell a million in the first month. And he's just delusional. And everyone's like, that simply isn't going to happen. Then it doesn't. It sold 50000 in the time he thought it'd sell a million. Duh. That's a good number in my mind, but what do I know? Not a million, though. Um, then we skip to the launch of Next in 1988. We're, we're, again, preparing for a launch. They're talking about the cube and, like, this computer's a cube shape, but, like, the eye, there's, like, an optical illusion where it has to be a millimeter shorter on the side so it actually is perceived as a cube. And he's going into all this detail about the cube. Oh, Lisa's measuring the Next with her ruler. And she's like, this isn't, they're all the same size. And then they argue about, like, if her ruler is faulty. <laughs> oh, sorry. They have playful banter, revealing they have grown closer over the last four years. I missed that. Uh, Joanna reveals that he was never going to be man of the year, which he thought was the thing that happened with time. But this new information changes the perspective of things. <laughs> <sighs> now it's been a few years. Steve's like, out out of Apple or whatever, and he's talking to Waz for the first time since all that went down. Waz has to introduce himself to Lisa, and he's like, hey, how can you never bring me up to Lisa? Like, I'm one of your best friends. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Also, like, what's going on here? And they're standing in an orchestra pit, and Steve Jobs is like, I'm the composer, you're an instrument. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, I play the symphony. Like, you keep saying I don't do anything, but, like, I'm the one who plays all of the musicians. Because Waz is like, hey, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I built this, this person built that. Mm -hmm. And when you slighted everyone and they all quit on you, like, fuck you. Um, Waz is getting just pissed off. Because, uh, yeah, like, literally everything in the computer is something that Steve Jobs either, like, stole or had somebody else do. And Waz is like, I'm just trying to be your friend because this shit's going to fail again. And Steve's like, I already know. Oh, yeah. Um... So they're getting ready for this launch again. GQ is there again to interview him. And he's like, hey, I don't, there's just one thing missing from the computer, but it's mostly ready to go. Then they're like kind of going back and forth about that. And GQ is like, just tell me, please. Mm -hmm. I would love to know. And he pops the tape out of his cassette player to be like, I'm listening, like off the record, what's missing? And Steve Jobs says, the operating system. It's just a shell of a computer. It doesn't do anything. All it does is demo itself. <laughs> It doesn't do anything at all. We haven't built that part yet, but we still have months before we're actually sending any out to the customers, so I don't actually care. Okay, Steve argues with John Scully about everything, like the computer costs too much. Um, John's like, Steve, do you want everyone to dislike you? Steve's like, I don't really care. I don't think that's your part. Um, that line for line was in my part. Great, then that's you. That's got to be around, because I knew that they were like in a hallway when they left. Great. Uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> that's that. And it's just, in general, a lot more serious. Yeah. Um. So, right when I got in, they were arguing about an ad that he did, and how there were skinheads in the ad. Um, and they were talking about dropping the price of the Mac, that it should be like $19, basically, like nineteen ninety five. That's like what they were saying. Uh, and then they were saying to kill Apple too, but it's also the only... Th or I think Steve was saying to kill Apple too, but then they're like, this, that's the only thing making money. Like, why would you... You can't kill that. They were talking about how Steve Jobs was kicked out of Apple and how he came back and he, like, basically tried to save it. Yeah, I think... So I think what happened is after he slighted... Or what this movie saying happened is after he slighted Waz and that whole team over Apple too, all of those, like, big brain people quit Apple. Yeah. And then, like, because that was Steve's fault, they, like, got him out of there. Yeah. And then the dumb, the guy from Dumb and Dumber is on there. And then we're at 1998 San Francisco, and they're introducing the iMac. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at one point, 
uh, he's talking to Joanna. Joanna's like, you have to make things right with Lisa. And she's like pushing him and he's like pissed off. And then she tells him that Andy, apparently there's two Andys. Great. That Andy's like, that Andy paid for her first semester of college. And he was like, why the fuck would she do that? Would he do that? And she, she said, because you said you wouldn't. And he's like, I didn't mean it. I was just mad. So I said that. And then they're also, uh, he was also pissed because I guess uh, Chris Ann sold the house that he bought them and mm. like Lisa agreed with her and like stood by her for it. And he was like, that was a house for you guys to live in, blah, blah, blah. And he was like really pissed off about that. And then he found out that Andy paid for her tuition and then he was really mad. And the whole time Andy's standing outside while they're screaming at each other listening because Andy was supposed to meet with Steve. And then eventually Andy knocks on the door and he's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and then Steve is like, what the fuck? And he's like, you think that's so embarrassing? And he goes, I don't think the people at the college are going to notice that I sent the check and you didn't. He's like, well, you're lucky. <laughs> <coughs> uh, and then they're going to like the whatever the presentation of like the iMac that they're doing. And... um. They're doing, like, a practice run, basically. And then... Presentation after presentation. Waz is in the audience, and there's, like, a... There's still, like, media there. And Waz is like, I have a question. And he goes, what? (laughs) And he brought up talking about the Apple II people again. And he's like, they made you. Like, you would be nothing without, like, this Apple II. And they just kind of argued back and forth. And then eventually Lisa gets there. And so they go out into the rooftop, and there's this, like, ten-minute thing of them, like... Talking it out. Yeah. Is she, like, 18? Yeah. Yeah, she's, like, going to college. Oh, they he, like, goes and finds her at college before that, and she was like, why did you put... Why did you tell the world that 28% of the state could be my father? I'm wondering Yeah, I think if- he published that. Right. No. Yeah. Because I think it was in the time thing. Yeah. And so he was like, I don't know. And they just kind of like argued about that for a while. And then like the kids were around him. And he was like, does anyone have any thoughts on that? And they kind of did that for a while. And then when they were on the rooftop, she was like, was Le- was I named after Lisa or was Lisa named after me? And he was like, it was always about you. And she's like, why didn't you? I was five. Why didn't you? Well, before she, she was like, why didn't you just lie to me and say it was about me? And he was like, it was always about you. And she's like, why didn't you tell me when I was five? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really confusing when they brought it up. It was like the one of the first things that we learned in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it makes him look like a dick that you can't trust immediately. Yeah. Like immediately you're saying something that sounds so unbelievable that this is a coincidence that Lisa is the name of both this child and your sacred computer. Like yeah. that's so lame. Right. You're clearly lying. Um, and then he goes out. Oh, and then he talks to someone about um, the computer saying hello. And he is like, well, you got someone's saying how he basically like threatened them in the moment to make that computer say hello. And then he's like, well, in the he end, did. in the yeah. end, did it say hello? And they're like, yeah. He goes, well, you're welcome. Yeah, I think I don't remember exactly. He might have said, like, I will kill you. Right. Yeah, I don't remember if it was exactly that severe, but it was pretty bad. Right. Yeah, and then he made up with Lisa. Then he's just doing another presentation. I don't know if there was that much more that happened in that movie, to be honest. I was having a hard time figuring out who everyone was. Yeah. I also really don't like Michael Fassbender. I don't either. And he I looked was him like up, a... I was like, yeah, I've never seen any of this other stuff. Like, this no. is not, he's not my speed. Well, you pointed out that it was hard because it was two sets of Hollywood actors trying to look like real people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, yeah, Josh Gad and Seth Rogen might not look alike, but when you put them in the same frames, no, they still don't look alike. <laughs> they still don't look alike at all. Um, Have you looked up about how Steve Jobs died? He got sick, right? He had, he had the most curable pancreatic cancer. Oh, but he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, he I didn't, didn't know that. He, like, put off the surgery and, like, didn't want to do any, like medical treatment basically that's interesting that's also how um it's interesting how like someone so involved with like science right you would think that he would 
trust medicine. Agreed. Yeah. But he was like, no, he like went down this herbal route, which is funny, which only makes sense if you watch the Ashton Kutcher movie. Right. I remember, because I, I also think I've seen the one with Seth Rogen in it, but I also am pretty sure. I don't know, but I didn't remember that much about, like, I didn't remember the stuff about the kid. Yeah, when I went into the one about the kid, they were all just, it was so dramatic. It's and I thought it was just going to be, like, fun computer building like the other one. Oh, no, different vibe. Well, also, it's like, of course, the fun computer building one's on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, and the other one you have to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Fassbender's like, don't put my shit on Tubi. I don't, I don't know if he's to blame, but it feels like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, both movies are, like, yeah, Steve Jobs is kind of a dick. I don't think Ashton Kutcher had any business playing Steve Jobs. It's because he kind of looks like him. That's so funny. Look at him. Look at young. Let me look up. Steve, yeah, young look Steve up Jobs. young Steve Jobs. Also, like actual Steve Jobs is on the cover for both movies. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's the, just so funny. Actual? Have you seen the poster for actual for Jobs? I didn't realize it was actual Steve Jobs. Let me show you. But it's actual Steve Jobs. It's not Ashton Kutcher. Right? Or is that Ashton Kutcher? Actually, holy shit. That could be Ashton Kutcher. No, it is. It's just crazy looking. Oh, you didn't see old jo- You didn't see old Ashton Kutcher as Steve Jobs. Right? No, I didn't. The When they introduced the Apple, or the, when they introduced the iPod, it shows Ashton Kutcher oh, as old. Oh, color as normally. That's totally Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Okay, so never mind to that. No. Wait, look up young Steve Jobs. Yeah, young Steve Jobs. Ashton Kutcher, part of his curse is that he was on a long-running sitcom yeah. that he can't break away from that image of. But in that sitcom, he was charismatic and stupid. Yeah. Which is sort of the opposite of Steve Jobs. Right. Oh, shit. That's kind of crazy, huh? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. No, I get it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And I also... Wait, was Steve Jobs young in the 70s? Yes. Because he has the 70s swoopy hair like fucking Kelso. Yeah. Well, he was only like 56 when he died in 2011. Yeah, he was born in 55, so he would have been 20 and 75. So yeah. It's, oh He's God. literally Kelso. So it was probably just a toss-up between um, Eric Foreman and Michael Kelso. Yeah. Um, if I had to finish one of them... You prefer would... Jobs? Yeah. I think I saw... Wait, can we talk about the budget on these really quick? I just need... Because I saw some crazy shit. I just want to get them lined up here. It says for Steve Jobs, which is the fancier movie, it was... The budget was $30 million. Opening weekend, it made 500000 Oof. Uh, the US, altogether, was $17 million. And then the worldwide was $34 million. So they, like... Barely... For movies, they barely made anything. What about the other one? Let's find out. It's because nobody needed that movie. Right, like, it just came out. They could have just waited. If they thought that script was so good, if they're like, we want to tell, like, the gritty jobs. (laughs) But both of them, he was just an asshole, so I don't even... Yeah, like, I don't... I don't get it either. Okay, so then this other movie, the fancy... Or the... Or, wait, what am I looking at? I'm looking at the Kutcher one now, right? Okay, yeah, so the Ashton Kutcher one... (laughs) The budget was $12 million, which we can see that difference. Less than half the budget. Yeah. Opening weekend made $6 million. Okay. Almost there. Uh, the U.S. gross was $16 million, and the worldwide gross was $42 million. It made more money altogether, and it cost less to make. Yeah. Because it was fun. Yeah, and it's an easier movie to watch. It's a yeah. lot more digestible. Well, that's probably... Is it rated the same? It might be like PG-13 and the other ones are or something. Just because the other one has skinheads in it. yeah the tagline on jobs is some see what's possible others change what's possible and this tagline on steve jobs is can a great man be a good man oh that was something seth um was said to him what did he say it was so important (laughs) (laughs) he was like you can be a genius and a nice guy, basically. He might have said that. I just feel like he used a better word than... I don't know if I saw this in a movie, if I read it somewhere in the past day on IMDb, but it was like, it's not a binary. You can be a genius and a good person. That's exactly what yeah. it was. That's exactly what it was. He I don't specifically remember if said, I saw that. He specifically said, it's not a binary. Yeah, apparently I, was... I locked that in from something. 
Yeah, so those are not the same movie, but they also are. And There were some pieces that connected. Like, I did wonder at the end of, like, the half that I saw of Jobs if he would ever accept Lisa as his daughter. I was also wondering that. <laughs> and then Lisa randomly was living with him all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess I could have gotten if I had finished watching Jobs or if you had finished watching Steve Jobs. Yeah, I certainly... Don't wish that I had spent four hours instead of two hours. It wasn't really two hours because there's so much dicking around, but, you know, it's mm. fine. Right. I also wish, honestly, I don't want to look at Mac Mark Fassbender. What's his name? Michael. Michael? Yeah. No, I don't want to look at him. <laughs> All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Starting with Jobs. We've got our options. Ashton Kutcher as Steve Jobs. Uh, Josh Gad as Steve Wozniak. And Dermot Mulroney. As who? Mike. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna kill Mike. He was kind of skeevy. No, Jobs is such an asshole. I'm gonna kill Jobs. I'm gonna fuck Mike and marry Woz, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna kill Woz. Uh, I'm just over him. <laughs> You've seen too much of him. Yeah, I'm just so like we get it. You, you were the nice guy. You were the brains. You were the nice guy, and you got fucked over. By and everybody guy. knows you kept Steve's giving name. chances too. And you kept giving him chances. Why? Because he. Um, I'm gonna kill Steve for sure in this one. You're killing both Steves. Yeah. I think I'm gonna fuck Waz and marry Kate in this one. I have the exact same answer. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, this- First of all, Waz needs to just, like, get fucked. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joanna's, like, so unbelievably reliable. Doing way more work than is asked of her. Yeah. And, um, this Steve Jobs, it's- I think it's, like- this one has kind of felt like you have to kill him before he kills you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a no for me on him. Yeah, so that's, that's all I got. Yep. Happy Steve Jobs Day, everyone. Happy Steve Jobs Day.